This is Healing Through Love. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I'm just a 33-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. So for today's episode, I'm trying something a little bit of a little bit different. I, I want to try to do some of the reaction things, the react videos uh, to some of the viral things that are happening. I think uh, my algorithm is just saturated with a lot of like content around dating and relationships and everybody's opinions on them and such. Um, and there's some things that have said that have been thrown out there that, you know, maybe have gone viral that... Um, I just, I have a lot of feelings and thoughts around. And so if everybody else is getting to like share their opinions on it, so why can't I, right? Like, so this is a, this is going to be a little bit of a react episode. As always, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, be sure to hit the follow and the get notified button, right? You don't want to miss out on when I'm dropping new stuff. It's only happening once a week. Um, I'm only dropping on Thursdays. So be sure to get notified so you don't miss it. Um, you can also follow us on social media at solidarity underscore media, um, or you can follow me at Olivia Luna underscore underscore, um, just to keep up with all the other things that we've got going on. And, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, just again, thank you everybody who's been such a supporter of the return of the podcast, um, for everybody who was such a great support in the first season. Love y'all. Please, you know, um, continue to reach out with any questions, you know, thoughts, concerns, ideas, especially with this like new React segment. If there's anything out there um, on the interwebs, on social media that you see that you'd love to like get my opinion on, please feel free to send them over to me, you know, slide in them DMs with uh, these reels and the TikToks and all that. Okay. So uh, I thought today, I thought today we would talk about that infamous viral uh, 28 places not to take a woman on a first date. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I know that there's tons of tons of opinions on it. They're very polarizing opinions, but I thought this list was kind of interesting. There's some things on here that I was kind of, as a woman, kind of surprised uh, to see. And so, uh, yeah, let's just kind of get into the list. So first of all, 28 places of a place. So 28 places not to take a woman on a first date. If you haven't seen this list, um, here are all 28. So number one, Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the movies, your house, any fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet, IHOP, Denny's, the gym, church, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates, Family functions, movie night, uh, movie night meaning like Netflix, Hulu, streaming night, I guess, somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, Waffle House, sports events. Okay. <laughs> First, uh, putting aside the redundancy of some of these things like you put chipotle on here and then you also put any fast food chain okay same thing um <laughs> uh so i i want to start with number one cheesecake factory i don't know about y'all 
I like the Cheesecake Factory. I I mean, I don't go too often. I can't really eat like cheesecake necessarily, but the, the other food that they've had there, the few times that I've gone, pretty good. Now, I haven't been to a Cheesecake Factory in a while. I live in New York now. I don't I don't really know of one that's anywhere near me. But when I used to um, live in Virginia, Cheesecake Factory was actually the spot. Like that's where we would like go and hang out. And like, again, I'm talking like, you know, high school, like early college days or whatever, really young. Like that was just kind of like the, that was like the affordable kind of high end date that you would go on. So I don't know. I think, I think a lot of that depends on, you know, maybe your age, maybe your location, right? Maybe, maybe Cheesecake Factory is the nicest thing around where you live. Like there's no judgment of that. Um, but also in general, I think I, for all of the food restauranty places that were listed on there, look, I'm a grown ass 33 year old woman who has a decent job. I can pay for myself. Like I don't need anybody to buy me a meal necessarily. Um, but if they do, like it, it doesn't, it also doesn't need to be like a super nice meal. Like I can, if I want to take myself to a, have a nice meal, if, if I want to enjoy a nice high end meal, I will take myself to that or I will, I will take you on the date to that. Right. But if, if someone's offering like, you know, a quick lunch date to Chipotle or Red Lobster or whatever, I don't think that that's necessarily like a ding or a negative. I don't see it as a red flag. I don't, I don't see it as, as a bad thing. Now, if that's all we're doing, if we're constantly going to fast food places or whatever, um, more so from a health perspective, I don't think that I would necessarily like be attracted to that, you know, like I would eventually like to, you know, eat, eat somewhere a little bit nicer. I am a foodie. I like trying new cuisines, um, you know, or, or restaurants that maybe have been on my bucket list for a minute, right? Like th those are kind of exciting things that again, I'm willing to pay for and I'm willing to go do, go do. Um, but if it's like, again, first date, first getting to know each other, I wouldn't mind like a simple, you know, coffee dates was on here. I was, sh I was really shocked by coffee dates or Starbucks, right? Which again, redundancy, but, um, I kind of love a coffee date, especially for like a first date, right? It just feels low stakes. It feels, you know, it's an, it's an initial kind of engagement and interaction, right? I understand the desire to want a partner who's going to like go above and beyond and maybe, you know, make some big grand gesture. That is, again, the sort of pop culture version of, of dating relationships, what men should do for women, all of that, right? Like, I think that is more of like a social expectation more so than a human you know, understanding or human expectation, right? Um, if you, if I don't know somebody, I I don't I don't necessarily want to have like a full meal <laughs> with them all the time, right? Like, I cannot tell you how many awful first dates I've had where, like, within the first like I don't know, fifteen twenty minutes, I was not feeling this person, but sure enough, we're at a restaurant. Waiter's taking my order. The food is coming. And now I have to freaking sit and like I'm hungry too. So I have to sit and like bear, you know, grit through this meal with somebody that 
you know, maybe I'm not really feeling or I, I, I already know, like, it's probably not going to go anywhere after this date, right? So a coffee date just kind of alleviates some of that. If you're not really feeling it, then we can just end it at the coffee. Great, cool, nice to meet you. Keep it moving. If it's a good connection and we want to keep going, then coffee then can turn into lunch, dinner, you know, something else, right? Another one that's on here. Okay, so yes. All right, the movies. First date, movies, terrible, terrible idea because you want to be able to, again, you want to be able to talk and get to know this person. You don't know them. They're strangers. You want to see how this goes and you can't really talk during a movie. So I would rule that out for like a first date. But after you've gotten to kind of know them a little bit, I love going to the movies. Like it's definitely... You know, I'm I'm a move I'm a film person, a video person. So I love the movies. I love like going to the theater and like getting my popcorn and stuff. It was like always such a, a happy memory. Like as a kid, like that was the one thing that like my mom and I just love doing together. Um and and we still do. So I always have like a like a positive association with going to the movies. Um so I'm not opposed to like doing that on a date. But again, like after I've known somebody for a little bit, I want to see what their taste is in movies. I want to be able to talk to you about, you know, this this character, this storyline. Can you like are you that into movies as I am, right? That's a compatibility thing that I'm trying to like suss out. Um so I I would question about like on the it being on this list I wouldn't rule it out entirely. I'm like, I would totally be down to like go to a movie and have a like dinner first or dinner after kind of thing so we can talk then um, and just enjoy a cool movie together. So another one, a date at your house. Um, (laughs) I agree with this one. I strongly recommend that people don't give out their personal address like on the first date when, again, you don't know them, you don't know where this is going to go. Uh, I wouldn't want that energy in my house. Also, if this turns out to be something bad, right? Like I don't, I don't want that memory in my home. Um, so yeah, for, for safety, I would think like just as a woman for, for safety, I wouldn't necessarily want to have somebody in my home for a first date or even to go to their home for a first date either. I actually did that once. Um, and it was, it was a pretty, it was a pretty bad uh, situation where like, so I met a guy, we met in the park initially and it was a beautiful day. You know, we're talking or whatever, getting to know each other. And even there at the park date, I kind of wasn't really feeling it. He was just saying some things. Um, he was very argumentative. A lot of the time, like I would, I would kind of say something about myself and it would just sort of be this nitpicking of, well, why do you do that? And why do like just kind of negative, but for whatever reason, again, this, no, I know the reason <laughs> again, this was when, you know, I was just desperate to kind of like make it work with a guy, like ignore the red flags and just be, you know, a good date and be the best, you know, girlfriend or whatever. Um, and so I would ignore, I ignored all of that continued on the date with him he offered to like pick like let's go back to my place we'll pick up some you know things at the grocery to like cook you know make some at-home cocktails I have a I have a roof on my you know apartment that we can go and lay out and get some sun blah 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 I was like okay cool maybe he'll lighten up if he's in his environment or whatever um, and still the whole time, the whole, when we're at the grocery store, he's like, m- like mocking me for how I stand and how I talk and like really just like negging me in a lot of ways. I'm just, I'm, 
I'm just going along with it, trying to like get this guy to like me, like trying to like switch the narrative around. And I go all the way back to his house, like in his home. And it just got 10 times worse where it's like now it's in it's his space and in his domain. He already was just like, you know, impressing this like just negative control and abuse over me. Um, and now in his own home, like he just, he just felt like he had all this power and we just got in this huge argument. I finally like had reached a breaking point, you know, got my shoes on and left, but it, it could have definitely turned, you know, kind of bad, kind of, I don't know. I don't know what kind of situation I would have been in, um, if that argument had escalated even further, if I had stayed even longer and, uh, you know, I'm in his in his place, in his domain, he lived by himself. So like there wasn't anybody else around, no roommates, nothing. It's just so from a safety perspective, do not, I do not recommend doing that until you fully like really know this person, um, you know, really build that trust, build that understanding. If you do go to a guy's house, you know, on the first date or whatever, like at least tell somebody, like tell somebody where you at, like, don't, uh, don't put yourself in that situation where, you know, you're just, um, yeah, you're ignoring your own boundaries or needs for the sake of somebody else. Um, anyway, <laughs> guys like, yeah, maybe don't, maybe don't offer that on the first date. Um, uh, okay. The gym, the gym is on here, <laughs> man. Uh, all right. So, this this is actually a bit of a, a dilemma I've had. I am a frequent gym goer. I love the gym. Um, I do develop a lot of like friendship and like community at the gym. Um, and so there have there has definitely been moments where I have developed uh, romantic or physical connections as well with people at the gym. Um, not to say that uh, any of those interactions started like as a date necessarily. Like it's just, you know, you see somebody there, you get to talking to them, maybe you train with them a little bit and then boom, bam, boom, you're having sex. Um, so <laughs> I can see, I can see where maybe there could be connection that develops at the gym I have a dilemma, though, of if that is wise, like, is that appropriate to especially because the gym is like such a like happy place for me? It is healing in a lot of ways, like to be in a space where like I'm moving and I'm just focused on myself and, you know, my body. And then and then, you know, you if I get into a situation with someone and it doesn't turn out well, now I got to see this person every other day at the gym, like. Ugh, it just it kind of ruins the space for you in a little bit. So I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know how I feel about recommending any connection or dating anybody from the gym necessarily. Um, in terms of a guy just straight up saying, "Hey, do you want to go on a date at the gym?" That for me, something about it just doesn't feel quite right. Um, I think it's a a little bit of. A vulnerability thing, you know, I think because, uh, you know, sometimes being sometimes when you're at the gym, right, it can be a vulnerable space. You're working out, you're maybe 
showing a little bit of your body, right? It, it's focused on your body. Um, there's like sweat and smells and noises and other people. And um, there's already this like level of voyeurism that goes on at the gym where you just feel like, all, is everybody watching me? Is everybody watching me as I'm doing these deadlifts, right? There's already that. And so to then add that second layer of this is I'm on a date with somebody at the gym, like it's too much. That's just way too much pressure. <laughs> I think we can we can still engage in like a physical activity, you know, of some kind. But uh, it doesn't even be at the gym. Like maybe we go for a walk at the park or I don't know if you like basketball, like meet me at the basketball court and we can like talk. And like as long as it's still within a space where we can commute, like engage in a conversation, um, I don't see adding in a little physical activity as well, too. I'm an active person. I would want someone that I'm with to also be an active, you know, to have to lead an active lifestyle. So I'm not opposed to the gym, but I don't know about necessarily having like a date there, let alone a first date. Absolutely not. Um, but let me know what you think as well. Like, would you date somebody from your gym? If you are an avid gym rat, if you're, you know, if you're, if you are a gym rat, an avid gym goer, would you or have you ever dated somebody from the gym? Is that wise? I, I can tell you right now, don't do it. It ain't, it ain't it. Uh, it, it ruins the space. It's definitely, it definitely, definitely made it harder for me to want to go back there when, you know, the, the threat of running into your ex is like just looming over you. So do not recommend that. Um, okay. Bowling is on here. You guys, you may not know this. I don't know if I've said this on other podcasts. I absolutely love bowling. I love bowling. Uh, it's, again, another childhood thing that I used to do uh, growing up. Like we we lived on um, the military bases uh, and that was always like the free thing that or di free or discounted thing that the kids could do all summer. Like when you're on summer break or whatever, it's like come to the bowling alley, kids play for free, blah, blah, blah. And my mom would literally just like drop us off and we would just spend hours and hours and hours there. Um, with all the other kids on the base and just bowl. And uh, we even joined like a league at one point. Like I had my own ball and bag and all these things. Like I love bowling. I have a really great time doing it. Um, I, I, I don't see it as I've had it as a first date before. I don't think it's that bad. Like you can still talk. You can still get to like know each other. But also what I love about like dates where you're kind of active or do, like doing some sort of activity, I just learn so much more about somebody like seeing them in action rather than just talking and like hearing what they have to hearing how they, you know, see themselves versus actually seeing them do something right um and something like bowling where it's a little competitive right it takes a certain amount of um attention and skill and it's 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 you know even though you can be on a team when you're doing it against somebody it's an individual game right seeing how uh they they operate in that um i'm not like i don't think i'm super competitive i've been told by <laughs> by the guy that i'm with that um I, I can be competitive with bowling. I just, I don't know. I like a little shit talking. I like a little like banter, if you will, um, during the game. Um, but seeing how, um, especially straight men, seeing how they react to 
somebody who's a little bit better than them at an activity, right? Because I'm pretty, I'm really great. I'm, I'm a good bowler. I'm not like the best, but I'm a, I'm a good solid bowler. Um, so it is always interesting for me to see how men respond to that. Um, so I'm not opposed to bowling on a first date, third, whatever, every date. Like I love it. So was really shocked to see that on this list. Um, but maybe for some women, you know, I could see that it's it's a little noisy, right? There's, you know, a lot of other people and things around. You can't really like just sit and talk. You do there, you know, you have to play the game. Um, if, you know, and if somebody isn't like that competitive or whatever, I could see it sort of maybe being not so fun. But to each their own. I love it. Take me on a bowling date. Love it. Family functions. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. I'm kind of mixed on this one. I I think that if family is really important to you, like, okay, so there are people in this world who do literally everything with their family. I am not one of those people because my family lives in another state. We also kind of like grew up in this very individual environment where we, you know, as kids, even we had to like really take care of ourselves and such. So I didn't necessarily like feel the need to like do everything with my family. Um, but there are people who just love hanging out with their family, you know, siblings and cousins and aunts and uncles or whatever. They're, they're hanging out with their mom every other week. So I think if, if family is really important to you and that's like a cornerstone of, you know, like the foundation of your relationship, you want it to be rooted in family. You know, you, it's important to have your family's approval or it's important for, you know, your partner to get, you know, along well with your family. Cause they are going to be around all the time. Um, sure. I don't then, yeah. Invite them to a family function. I think it's important to like be super clear and communicate from the very jump. Like, Hey, this is something that's really important to me, um, especially, you know, as I think about a relationship with someone, it's really important that, you know, family is at the center of it. Um, so I'd love for you to come to so-and-so's birthday party happening next week. You know, my family is going to be there. It's no pressure. But, um, you know, I because I also think that there is this false sort of stigma that we put on meeting family too soon. Like, oh, it just means that like, it means so much to meet the family or whatever. Like, no, sometimes, again, if, if my family is just a part of my everyday life as it is, um, it's it's kind of like, I don't know, meeting a, a friend or a neighbor or whatever, right? Like, this is just somebody who's a part of my world. And if you want to be included in my world, you have to sort of, you're gonna meet them eventually. So let's like, let's see where this kind of goes. Um, early on. Um, I don't know if, if necessarily like a first date is the best idea, but again, if that is what's important to you, you've made that clear and you've communicated it. I don't see why not. Like if you want to go to someone's birthday party, I actually, um, the, I actually, um, I kind of accidentally met a guy's parents on the first date. Uh, we, we went to a restaurant or whatever and his parents just <laughs> happened to also show up too. He, he had no idea, hadn't told them anything or whatever. They just showed up and there they were. And, and obviously they come over, they want, they want to talk to their son or whatever. They meet me and stuff. And, um, I, I think, I don't know, in the moment, like it was just, it just felt kind of natural to be like, well, why don't we all just, yeah, let's just all meet together and sit down and eat and have a meal together and get to know one another. Um, 
And even though like it just it ultimately didn't really work out or like go anywhere after that, it wasn't a result of, oh, I it's because I met, he you know he, I met his family too, and it felt like too much and it was too soon. Um, it was really just like more of a compatibility thing. But I think I think what it did was like it gave me like a really good clear perspective on who this young man was. Right, like I learned a lot about who you know maybe who how other people see him and. Um, you know, I, I found so much value in, you know, his mom's opinion. Obviously, parents are going to have a little bit more bias. Um, but I think I think it just made it clear to me that like, OK, like these are the things that are important to him, um, you know, and, and, and maybe they don't necessarily align with what's important to me. Right. Like he had very um, learning that he had very like strong kind of religious beliefs um, for his faith. Um, was very different from mine and so I think that was ultimately the real that was ultimately the realization and I'm grateful for it honestly it was like oh okay this we can this saves us both time like we can just sort of say like this doesn't work out um but again it wasn't because I met his parents and oh my god that's too much like it, it it all comes down to what's important to you so communicate and figure it out let's see uh I'll do one more so, okay, nightclubs, hookah bar, bar, all of those kind of things. Um, yeah, I do feel like those places maybe don't give the best impression on a first date. Uh, they're usually pretty super loud, crowded. There's a lot of people and <laughs> noise and all of these things. So it's even, it's hard to like be able to have like a conversation, get to know somebody. Um, I went, I remember I went on a first date with a guy to what I thought was a restaurant, but it was like, it was like a restaurant club thing where it was like super dark and light and loud music. And mind you, it's like the middle of the day, <laughs> there's maybe like three other people in the restaurant with us. So there was a need for it to be that loud, but it was like super loud. And I'm just like leaning over the table, screaming at this guy, trying to like talk to him. It's just not... I think for both parties, it it just it's not a great experience, and so you don't want to kind of start a, a first date sort of on a bad note of like a this awful, uh, annoying experience. Um, and so I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily want to do like a bar thing uh, for a first date. I also don't smoke like that, so hookah lounges, smoking lounges, or whatever, definitely a big no for me. Uh, I don't I don't hate like a bar or, you know, just grabbing drinks. It's similar to kind of like a coffee date, right? Where it's a little bit lower stakes. Like we don't have to sit through a whole meal if this doesn't work out. I think the only time concern would come in is if maybe there's a problem with drinking or with smoking, um, you know, uh, not that you can identify those things right out the gate, but, um, if that ends up being like the only places we ever go to are bars or smoking lounges or whatever, then I would kind of start to have a little bit of, of a concern. Um, so definitely not a first date for me just because I want to, again, be able to like talk to you or like see you in action or whatever. Um, I don't love crowds. I don't like a lot of loud noise and stuff. So I don't want to have to be screaming till I get to know you, but maybe as like third, fourth date, you know, just hanging out after work, decompressing, um, might be fun, might be cool. I don't know. To each their own. Uh, I think in general, this whole list is to each their own, right? This, These are just like my opinions and thoughts on things. I come from a very, um, 
I come I I come with a very like you know I'll try anything once kind of mentality so you know I'm open I also come with the understanding that everybody's kind of at different points in their life right I don't want to judge anybody for how much money they're willing to spend on me or not or what kind of like fancy places they want to take me or whatever I just want to know you as a person in front of me and as long as I'm getting like honest and true you it really doesn't matter where we are I mean if I'm with my life partner um ultimately it's somebody that I could like do all the things on the list with at some point or another in life so I don't judge that um I really it really comes down to character for me more than you know anything else, the finances or the, the bouginess that uh, it seems like dating is is expected to have in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, that's my opinion on those things. Let me know your thoughts. I encourage people to, again, use I statements. Let's try not to speak from this place of men, all men this and all women that or whatever. These polarizing you know, opinions that are just so black and white about how we should behave with one another. Um, you know, this, this list is one, this list was written as a, a list for where you shouldn't take a woman necessarily, but I'm curious what, what, what do the men's list look like? If, if, if a man was like, these are the places that, uh, I should not, that a woman should not ask to go to on a first date. What does that look, list, list look like? Right? Like that could tell us a lot about ourselves. Let's look at all these things, uh, from a place of security, from a place of healing and love and just wanting to grow and be better, be better humans so we can have a better dating experience all around. Cool. Cool. Uh, all right. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you again for joining me. As always, if you're loving this podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review. Um, be sure to hit that follow, hit the notify button, all the things. Hit us up on social media at solidarity underscore media, or you can find me at Olivia Luna underscore 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 something like that. I have to figure that out. Anyway, you can also head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to learn more. We've got polls and questions at the bottom of every episode that you can also submit your answers to. As always, be well, stay well, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.